Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome back. This You're listening like to the Donna and Steve hipster experience. music yes. that DJ Rock Lobster might like. What is this? I hate Who is this? <laughs> I don't have to look it up. It's the, the Walters. Oh. I'm like the family sure. down the street? Yeah. And I feel like this, <laughs> in my short amount of research, this song is like from eight years ago or something. No, wait. Uh, it's an old song, and then they got back together, played it on Jimmy Kimmel Live. Nice. It sounds kind of indie rock hipster. I'm into it. Well, very often the music that's chosen is really on the forefront. It's new. It's relevant for whatever. It's just, you know, you learn stuff by listening to just the music that brings us back from commercial. And then uh, there's the Lewis Capaldi song. Now, I like Lewis Capaldi. I think he's funny, and I think he's got a nice voice. But they they brought back that slow song. Oh, gosh. And people are upset about it. So, I don't know. Maybe maybe the Walter song replaced the Capaldi song. I it, don't know. It's from the album <laughs> Songs for Dads. Just like... Oh, that sounds perfect. So that's why Donna hates it, and Steve and I love it. Yeah, right. Donna's been very anti-dad, I've noticed. (laughs) Whatever. You say there's too many of us. Okay. All right. It's fine. Um, Let's talk about TV. Sorry I interrupted you. That's what we're talking about, right? Okay, Lobby. It's okay. Hey, I have news news about uh, that L.A. Law reboot, the sequel series that they were... Bringing back, remember we talked about this a few months ago, and everybody was uh, was quite excited about it. Well, they shot the pilot. That's the good news. Here's the bad news. ABC has passed on L.A. Law after watching uh-huh. the pilot. So oh, they go through wow. all of the expense of doing that, and uh, and then all of a sudden it's gone before it could even get going. So you won't see it. They had Blair Underwood and Corbin Burnson both reprising their original roles as Jonathan Rollins and Arnie Becker, but it just did not make the cut. It's it's a hard knock life out there. So they'll just move on to another network. I don't... Well, in theory, that could happen. A streamer could possibly pick it up or something like that. In theory, yes. But very often... Unless there's a massive outcry of support, if a pilot gets passed on, that's usually enough. That's like enough information that another network would need because need. this is okay. This is different because if it's a pilot, you don't want to be the network or the streamer that's picking up the ABC leftovers from a PR standpoint. I'm just playing this game. You don't okay. want to get the scraps from the ABC dumpster. You want to create right. your own thing. However. When a show gets canceled, what makes that different is you have 
proof of concept, anecdotal support, usually online on a petition or on Twitter saying, oh my gosh, why in the world would they have canceled the show? Somebody needs to bring it back. And then the person who revives the show gets to play hero. But this wouldn't be a hero situation for a network that decided to pick it up. But I'm surprised. I'm surprised it didn't get picked up. I'm surprised it, it must be enough. a bad script. Maybe Donna. it's just a bad script. What? I or mean, maybe what else it's expensive. It they got to pay all those, you know, Corbin Burnson type people. Oh, and Blair Underwood. Hello. Right. Big budget. Big budget. Well, Blair. They I don't see beauty. So is Blair Underwood <laughs> okay. hot? Is that your? Oh my God. I just yes. see people's hearts. <laughs> Beautiful. Okay, Steve. Anyway. All right, so that's not happening there. All right, good to know. Nobody's watching uh, network TV anyway. Donna. Donna. Can't say that. Some people are. I would encourage people to watch anything on Five Eyewitness News from morning till night. Yeah. Come on, Donna. Guys, so I checked out the offer on Paramount. Yeah, the Godfather thing. Yeah, so this is about... Go ahead. Uh, yeah, I mean, the first episode, I was like, oh, this is like, mm. it reminded me a little bit of The Irishman in that it was like kind of slow and kind of all over the place. But I really think they were just trying to set things up. So basically, this is a mini series, a limited series. It is uh, you've got Miles Teller and Juno Temple from uh, Ted Lasso. Mm-hmm. They are like the names of note, uh, both great. And it's basically about the producer Al Ruddy and his never-before-revealed experiences of the making of The Godfather. He was a guy who had no experience in Hollywood. He was like a computer guy, right? And somehow he ends up producing uh, Hogan's Heroes, that TV show. And then they give him like a one-year deal and... The book, The Godfather, had come out with Mario Puzo, right? And it was his, like, first big hit. And they decided to turn it into a movie. So it's really interesting to see. It's basically his version of how he got the movie made. Hmm. And how they got Francis Ford Coppola on board. And, you know, the, you know it's like parallel to like what's going on with the mafia. Hmm. And it's, it's just, I think I'm going to stick with it. I watched one episode. It was good. They set everything up. And now I think it's really going to take off. I saw a bunch of bad reviews when it first was released. And then I saw that Lori on Twitter that Lori really liked it. So I trust her sometimes. Yeah, me too. So I'm I'm, I'm going to stick with it. I'll give it a couple more episodes. And it's called the I offer. Really liked... It's on what channel again? What or what streamer? I should Paramount? say Paramount. Paramount. Okay. Yep. So oh, check boy. it out, y'all. <laughs> Rocco, you uh, you're up to date on hacks? Uh, yeah, I watched the first two hacks. I like it. You know, it's funny. I logged on to HBO Max and I saw a bunch of shows are back, and I'm like, okay. Do I need to like go? Like the flight attendant. Like for instance, you're right. Flight attendant's a perfect example. I finished season one of the flight attendant. I think I'm fine with just leaving it there, right? Like I think you should. Sometimes you see something and you're like, do I need to go back for another taste of this? You don't. Um, I find it interesting that you guys are able to uh, to do that. That you, Not even like quitting mid-season, but you're, it's a season ends and you liked it. For instance, Donna is befuddling me with her approach to Cobra Kai right now. She and I were yeah. both watching it, both really enjoying it. I continued on, and she's like, "Yeah, I think I'm good." Yeah, like it's almost enough. like 
for me, I got burnt on Westworld. Like I remember I watched season one and it ended so well and I'm like, cool, that was great. And then season two came and I was like, I don't get this at all. And then I don't even think I went into season three. I think sometimes it's okay just to be like, that's good. I'm good. Yeah, I've had enough. You know, just I think didn't. About I just it. watched one of Stranger Things and I'm kind of fine with it. Oh, Rocco, oh, no. I know, wait, the, wait I one. Oh, you mean just season, season one. one? I was yeah. like, wait, it's up. Yeah, you I think should... season two was better than season one. If I'm, you know, if you want to go back. And I think definitely. this season is going to be epic. They've been working on it for a long time. That's true. A That's long true. time. Um, go, but yeah, man. I watched some HBO Max over the weekend. I watched the first two of Hacks. Are you going to move forward with that, Donna? Yeah? Yes, I hey, am. Steve, you're in, you watched Hacks, right? I watched one episode of okay. Hacks. Okay. I think oh. it's going to be fun. Um, she, you know, she's kind of trying out uh, her new material on the road, you know, uh, her kind of more vulnerable material. They're dealing with that, ex- you know, that email from last season that almost yep, ruined things. Yep. And um, I think it's going to be fun. And then I, I decided to watch uh, season three, episode one of Barry, which is fun. Barry? What do you Barry? want? The moon, Barry? Um, that I is might about- check that one out. Yeah, I don't know. It's a good show. Um, it uh, has the guy um, from Saturday Night Live, Bill Hader, mm-hmm. as a, a hitman, like a yep. heartless gunman that takes out people, uh, that decides uh, he's kind of depressed and bored with it, wants to be an actor, goes <laughs> to acting class. Henry Winkler is in this. Yes, yeah. right. Um, I think it's a pretty fun show. I laughed, so there you go. All right, we got to take a break. When we return, my friends, some random things that boomers are obsessed with that millennials just don't quite get. This will almost read like one of those progressive commercials, you know, as you become one of your parents. Uh, We'll go through that. (laughs) Also, the careers that are dominated by females and the careers that are dominated by males. Do you think you know what's at the top of the list for females and males? We'll get into it when we come back, Don and Steve, on my top. Hey, good morning. Welcome back, you guys. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson, along with DJ Rock. Let's study. Studies have shown that studies medic- have shown that the microbial. Several long-term studies have shown they've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown. And here with their findings, our study buddies. The perfect nerd couple. Donna and Steve. I'm going to start with a study about careers. We'll do this quickly. There okay. is, uh, this was according to the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics. Never heard of it. They figured out which careers are dominated by which sex, male, female. Who's dominating this category? Okay. So they've got the list of female dominated. They've got the list of male dominated. Mm-hmm. Uh, pick the... Pick the number one on the female list and the number one on the male list. Is it very typical? <sighs> yes, when you think about it. This is sort of interesting, too. And, and when you think about it, housekeeper. No, for female, although I don't know that that's that bad of a guess, no. 98.8% of preschool or kindergarten teachers in the United States are female. Oh, interesting. 988 isn't that funny? You have uh, male, like third grade teachers and sixth grade teachers, but not kindergarten teachers. I feel like that age takes a lot of patience. 
I'm not saying that men aren't patient, but I feel like women, they've got some gene. I think that's, yes, I think some, some stereotypes, we, you know what we need? We need someone to come out and say, these stereotypes proved by and large true. So we're keeping them and you don't have to apologize when you use them. You know, don't you think we need that? Maybe. Maybe. Uh, I I just think like a a male teacher of young, young kids is going to be less likely to be able to deal with like a poopy situation. mm. That type of thing, you know? Sure. I don't know. Here's number one on the, go ahead. I know, I don't know. Uh, mechanic. Close, kind of in the same space there. Uh, brick mason. Oh, a brick layer, okay. essentially. Sure. Yeah. That makes sense. What All else right, is on take the list? Off. Can you just run down a few of them? No, 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 no. Okay, run fine. Down yeah. A few things on uh, the list. top female-dominated jobs. Other ones include uh, medical records specialist, child care workers, speech language pathologist. Dental hygienist and assistant, skin care specialist, secretaries, nutritionist, cosmetologist. Are we even allowed to say secretary anymore? No. Admin. On the flip side, uh, for other male-dominated ones, heavy vehicle mechanics, crane and tower operators, automotive body repairers, vehicle equipment mechanics, electrical power line installers, HVAC workers, plumbers, and pipe fitters. <laughs> hey, a pipe fitter? What do they do all day? Pitting pipes? pipes. Pest control, electricians, sure. carpenters, roofers, welders. Okay. Thank you, guys. Hey, thanks for sharing that. Rocco, could you list. clap really quick? <laughs> clap, clap, clap. Okay, he won't even clap anymore. He just clubs. It's just really something. <laughs> that was the worst part about sitting in the same row as him at the Chan Hassan Dinner Theaters. <laughs> there were many typical times when it called for human flesh smacks, right? Clap it up. <laughs> and instead, he was just clomping over there. And then some woman came to say hi to him during intermission. And he... <laughs> He said he had one of his little red uh, clomper hands stuffed into his shirt sleeve, and then he reached his clomper forward, and I thought, Rocco. Yeah, she just was talking about how much she loved us. You know, she donated money to the cause, blah, blah, blah. She reached out for a handshake, and there was my clomper. (laughs) (laughs) Some call it a clomper. All right, great. We digress. Also, uh, here's a fun list of... Some things that baby boomers are completely obsessed with that millennials just don't get. It's just like, what is going This really reads, this is from BuzzFeed, it reads like one of those insurance commercials where you are becoming your parents. Oh, no. Okay. How about no, this? I'm I'll rattle them off excited. quick. The th- I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Thumbs up emoji. Yep. It's a big, yep. big boomer thing. Using tons of ellipses in text. Yep. I'm not a boomer, but I do... Both of these things. Oh, I wonder if my grandma's Same. listening. Complaining about younger generations not knowing and using cursive. 
We had a full text wow. thread in our family thread the other day about cursive writing because someone, my mom was um, talking with a woman trying to help her on the phone, and she was like, uh, hang on, Judy, do you know what this says? It's in cursive. I don't know how to read this. Oh, interesting. It's You know what it is probably like? Us trying to read... Steno. Hieroglyphics. Yes. Well, yeah. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Try, right? Shorthand. Secretary's shorthand. Filming... Secretary. Yeah. Shorthand? No, that's a boomer thing. That's a boomer thing. That's what I mean, shorthand. Yeah. Filming video with their iPads, a baby boomer thing. <laughs> Zooming in on every single picture. Always leaving voicemails, no matter the situation. <laughs> Nautical-themed bathrooms. Okay, listen. Take it easy. <laughs> I mean, it's Maybe personal now. Yeah, they've traveled to the coast. Sue Look them. At, Look at those lobsters on their bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Rocco's going to tell somebody, yeah, come over. I have kind of like a nautical theme. That's the euphemism he'll use. It will be all one giant lobster tank situation. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ooh, lobster um, tank. I like it. Oh, is this a baby boomer thing? Waiting to sit at a booth at a restaurant? <laughs> we'll wait for the booth. Wait. We'll wait for that oh, booth. Oh, that's funny. Okay. I just did that recently. Shoot, dog. You were like, oh, we'll wait the 10 minutes or whatever. Yes, exactly. So that we could get a booth. Uh, old crusty cough drops. Donna, that feels like a you thinger, kind of. Well, recent. And pecans and pot pie. These are things that baby boomers are obsessed <laughs> pecans with. Pecans and <laughs> pot pies. <laughs> they are not. That's what BuzzFeed so says, dumb. Donna. That's <laughs> oh what they say. God. How do you That's guys say? So dumb. Do you say pecan? Pecan, pecan. I uh, can I get a, do you guys have pecan. pecans? Yeah. Pecan Sandy. Pecan? Pecan. 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 Sandy. The pecan Sandy. In the in the Oreo Hall cookie. of Shame. <gasps> Steve. The pecan Sandy in the Oreo. Bye. No, the Oreo can go. That you could flush that in the toilet. <laughs> the pecan Sandy, that texture is amazing. Uh, Money Monday is coming up next. Did you hear about the crypto story last week that it was brutal? Tell you about it next. Hey, good morning. We're back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. It is Money Monday. Come on, now, let's talk some money. Money. I'm good. Let's talk about money. Money Monday. There are more things in the world to buy. It's Donna and Steve. Than most people have money for. So, so. Money Monday. Choices have to be made. But mostly it's Steve. Hey, everyone. Hey, it becomes Steve. even more mostly just Steve when it's cryptocurrency talk. It's oh, an area boy. that I don't know a lot about, but I'm interested in. And I uh, I got some skin in the game. We'll get to that in a moment. The purchase I made over the weekend. Oh, really? Did you hear, though? It's been a bad run for the stock market. It's been a bad run for the cryptocurrency industry. I mean, a year ago, May of 2021, a lot of cryptocurrencies were just going nuts, right? They were doing really well. Mm-hmm. Now, many of them are down big to the point where there are 10 cryptocurrencies that I follow on an account, and just about all 10 of them in the last month are down 50%. That's a pretty significant oh, decrease. Yes. 
So it's an unstable thing. But I, you know, sometimes, Donna, sometimes you'll hear people say, by the... Ponzi scheme thing? Rocco. No? <laughs> Is that the phrase? By the really bad story from that guy? By I don't know. By the dip. By low. By the dip. Oh, yes. By- Oh, I never heard that. Which is meaning, same thing as buy low. It's, hey, whenever it goes down, if you can spare the money and get in while it's down, may as well get in at the bottom. Don't get in at the top. Sure. Don't get in when Bitcoin's right. 60000 Get in right now, maybe, some people would think, when it's 29000 Right. But there was something crazy that happened. I'm not going to try to do any education on this entirely, but I'm going to read to you a paragraph from a website called Coindesk.com, okay? Okay. If you don't already know, there's a cryptocurrency. TerraUSD is a cryptocurrency that is supposed to stay at $1. It's known as a stable coin. It's no longer $1. When something is supposed to be $1 and it's not, that's usually not good. What's more, the crypto token that backs that UST stablecoin that is supposed to stay at a dollar, this crypto token that backs that called Luna, stay with me, also lost virtually all of its value. The losses were widely reported last Friday, Thursday, Friday, as this was the plummet was going crazy. Here's what you need to know from a money standpoint. As I understand it, this this Terra USD was supposed to always stay valued at a dollar. It dropped down to fifteen cents. That's oh, not wow. good. Luna, and, and I don't understand this language either. I'm reading as it's written. Luna, the crypto token that backs UST, went from Donna. Listen to me when I tell you this. And and let me say okay. too, by the way, this really crushed a lot of people financially. Like this was really, if you had a lot of money in this stuff. Brutal, just brutal. It went from $80 about a week ago, right around 80 bucks. It is currently trading for .0001. It went from $80 to less than a penny. So what is this about? I mean, does this have to do with what's going on in the world? Or is it just that... It's tanking. I think that there are a variety of factors with cryptocurrency in general um, that it's just the the world things. A lot of stuff isn't stable. The stock market is taking a hit. Cryptocurrency was often thought as like sort of an alternate to the stock market that maybe it would it would zig when the stock market zags. I don't have a firm understanding of it. It's really weird. All I know is what I can tell you is that I own 331,754 Luna, which means I took $100 over the weekend and I bought one I bought $100 worth of these Luna, which used to be worth 80 bucks a week ago and okay, are now okay. worth 0. 0.001, which means if it somehow got back to a dollar, which I think is very very unlikely. But let's say it did happen. <laughs> if it went from 80 bucks to 0.0001 cent back to a dollar. If it went to a dollar, I would have $331,000 from that wow. $100 investment. If okay, it somehow went to risk. 10 if it went to $10, its high was 80 a week ago. 
If it went to ten bucks because of some unforeseen change, I would have three point three one million dollars from that one hundred dollar investment. Do I anticipate any wow. of this, Donna? I do not. But I thought, okay, you know, so let's I- just take a flyer on this. And then Rocco, thanks for asking. Mm-hmm. I also bought a hundred dollars <laughs> worth of Dogecoin. Sue me, Susie. Okay, can you go back again? How how many shares did you buy? So I put $100 into this cryptocurrency, Luna, that was in the news last week that tanked and went from $80 to .0001 is what it is now. I bought $100 worth of it at the price that I purchased it, which was when it was like .0002. $100 worth of that got me $331,754 shares. Okay, no, that's brilliant. That's smart. Yeah, yeah it just seems like yeah. What's a hundred dollars? You know, if you have a hundred dollars laying around, yes, if you precisely. can make that much, yeah. I mean, people put a hundred dollars down when they play the Powerball. Sure, you know. Yep. So why not? Okay, good for you, Steve. Good luck to you, my friend. Donna, thank you so much. Yeah, uh, and then Dogecoin. I think I need Elon Musk to buy Twitter, make it official, and rename it Dogeter. And then uh, I have one thousand individual dogecoin right now it's it's valued at 94 dollars. what do you want me to tell you how are you doing this like on some app yeah there are all sorts of apps there's uh, yeah i mean e-trade scott trade coinbase crypto.com robin hood any of these sites you can go to (laughs) rocco rocco too soon okay sorry rocco listen i can already tell when i probably buy into theranos are they still would. taking investors? Because <laughs> I'd be open they, to it. I think they're done. But Buy low, right? But it was really, yeah. really crazy. So now, what I did actually call my, my brother last week, as everybody has noticed, their 401k become a 101k. Ba-doom, ting. Oh, no, it's not looking that, great. Gonna, all right, all right, mm-hmm. great. But this is a great time. If you're in it for the long haul, it's a great time to... Warren Buffett always says, when hamburgers go on sale, people buy more hamburgers. But when stocks go on sale, people sell their stocks. And he's thinking, you should be buying. They're on sale right now. Buy them. So there is some hope in that way. Cryptocurrency, though, who knows? I mean, this, this coin that I bought in on could go up in smoke. It could go to absolutely jack squat. But some people who have been waiting to get into cryptocurrency... I had a call with my brother over the weekend, and we I went through 10 cryptos that I have followed. And again, no joke, 9 out of 10 of them have dropped 50% in the last month. And I'm not saying that that's the good news, but I'm saying maybe if you get in now and you're okay with whatever the money is being tied up for a year or two, this could be a, a good time to get in on the sale price. You know what I'm saying? Is this insider trading? I don't know what qualifies as insider trading. I think I have to be in contact with someone from the board or something i don't know i don't what do you want me to do what do i have to now now i got to turn myself over to the fcc well i think i think insider trading is more when you're like hey this is about to tank by now it's like that type of thing yeah no this is not that no i'm just haphazardly losing money so the fcc can uh, (laughs) cram it all right not the fcc why am I picking a fight with the FCC this morning? I was I doing know. fine moments ago, and then you started. I'm sorry. Making me feel like I was doing something illegal. Rocco 
the hipsters who doesn't <laughs> want to hear from anybody. I could see me giving a TED talk about like stock diversification someday and Rocco in the back waiting for the Q&A to just mm-hmm. load up with some old Gandhi quotes or something. <laughs> I think Gandhi warned against this crypto coin in one of his last I interviews. So too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Steve. It's what an interesting journey. time out there. It's an interesting yeah. time to be alive. What do you want me to do? I don't know what to do with any of that information. I don't um, think I'm going to buy anything. Oh, you know, I also will tell you this. We, um, it's Money Monday. We we got a new van over the weekend. We've God God rest the soul of our sixteen year old minivan. You um, just randomly went and bought a new van. Well, it wasn't totally wow. random. There was there was stuff you're that busy. led, led you're into You're buying it. stocks. You're buying a new van. You're planting I, well, trees. How's van well, coin? Is van coin up this week or no? Well, I paid for van. <laughs> I paid for the van with all Luna. Okay, and so we got a steal. It was a really good deal. Oh, um, no, yeah, we're pretty big into VanCoin. But I can, I'll just tell you one quick thing. So we got a um, we got a Honda Odyssey. We had a Honda before. But I just oh, want to tell you about one, one quick. Oh, cool. Well, get this. They have this one cool feature. I don't feel sick. And this, it's called Cabin Talk. And so if you're in a minivan and you're riding at the highway and you got four kids in the back and people are hollering, you got a DVD player on back there and you're trying to get everybody's attention. Hey, guys. Guys, do you, great, can you get Grayson, please? You know, that whole thing. Yeah. This is a silly little luxury, but man, it felt pretty cool. There is a button now that you can press. It's called Cabin Talk. And I kid you not, you become the pilot of the plane. It takes over all of the speakers in the car. If there's a DVD that is playing, it pauses it. And then there's a microphone up front near the driver's seat. And then it's, you then can... It's like a microphone then going through the whole van. It is a totally luxury item that you do not need, but once you use it, you're like, wow, this is scratching an itch I didn't realize that I had. This is pretty cool. And then, so it's like, uh, this is your pilot speaking. We're going to be exiting here. So if anybody has to go to the bathroom, please let me know. You could play like tour bus guy. You could be like, everybody look at the moon, please. Donna, I was telling them exactly this. Once they got in, I was doing what you and I, we were petitioning to work for the MSP airport last week, and I believe they declined by their silence. Once I figured it out, I immediately went into, welcome to the 2020 Honda Odyssey. And then when we had to drive out to the dealer on Saturday, I pressed it again, and we have a... We've reached our cruising speed of about 65 miles an hour here on 212 West. Oh, this is the worst thing that could when have th- happened to your oh, family. Without a doubt. <laughs> it is total. I mean, it is a playhouse for me now. So oh, awesome. anyway, congratulations. Um, yeah, I think I just lost $8 while doing this segment. Unbelievable. It's Money Monday. All right. Well, thank you for that, Steve. When we come back, uh, <laughs> let's see. Let's go to the email bag. Do we have any emails? Let's check some emails before right, we get to. I don't go- want to have to talk about dethatching if we don't have to. <laughs> it is. Yeah, what is that? Nice. Love a tree day or something like that? Okay. Something like that. Yeah, All right. We'll be back with the final stretch on My Talk 107. Hey. Final stretch of the Donna and Steve extravaganza on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Hey, speaking of entertainment, real quick. Kim Kardashian has landed the Sports Illustrated swimsuit cover. Damn. I didn't even know These they were still are... doing a swimsuit edition. 
Oh, yeah. Does Skims yeah. make swimsuits? Yes. Well, yes, they go. do, and that's what exactly what she wore. Does Sports Illustrated still publish um, an actual magazine? I think so. I got to look that up myself. Anyway, I hope they don't get a, get rid of all magazines. I really enjoy, like, sitting on a beach with a mag, just flipping through pages, ripping don't out call recipes. It a mag. I don't think that feels as good. Mm. I'm just saying it. Um, I'm just gonna take my Reader's Digest everywhere. You know, I have a curio filled. What? Oh, though, like up, Rocco, because that, that that's not a magazine anymore, <laughs> is it? Shut up. I don't. <laughs> I mean, it was a great magazine and it brings back memories for me because when I was, I think I was in high school, my best friend at the time got me a subscription because she loved it so much. And then I got her a subscription. So it just brings back memories. And so I have ones from like the mid 80s up at my cabin because I think it's a cute, kitschy touch. To that on is the cool. side of people's beds. Thanks, Steve. You're my buddy, boo. <laughs> no, uh, Reader's Digest is nostalgic to me, too, because I would read it at my grandparents' house. And I'd go to, the, I'd go to the jokes. You know, laughter is the best medicine. Yes. And, I'd and be you like, could that's submit some, a joke. That's a joke I'd use. Yeah, we had Reader's <laughs> Digest and then I think Guidepost, mm-hmm. which yes. I think was like a, I think that was like a Christian sort of a magazine. I think. I don't yeah, know. I always it remember was. It was in my parents' bathroom. You know, and for, can I just say this? It's okay. No, I just want to say it. You can have it. You can put a bookcase <laughs> in your bathroom if you want. Yet, when we and use our phone, this generation, you know, it's like, oh, people took their phone into their bathroom. Guys, there used to be shared, at least I'm taking that with me. There used to be shared magazines. I mean, there are guys from IT who will go into the bathroom with a newspaper under their arm like they are like they rented it out for the next hour yep. like it's a cabana. And then they, and then they leave whistling. <laughs> DoorDash drops off a hoagie. You're like, how do they even get the address to that stall? You guys, I remember going to like friends' houses as a kid and like looking for toilet paper under the sink. You know, mm-hmm. and I find around. like I find a Playboy like folded oh, back and oh, like page Lord. fourteen. Yeah, I mean from oh, their dads. God. So gross. Oh gosh. <laughs> I'm still trying to find out if Sports Illustrated publishes. I think they do monthly now, and maybe like special Super Bowl editions and probably special swimsuit edition that would be an interesting facebook question hannah doesn't let us do facebook questions anymore she took them away from us like a year ago but i would have put something out like what's the last magazine that you subscribed to i actually get some magazines i get the vanity fair in new yorker new york a lot of times i subscribe to things just so i can access their online version oh you know back in the day steve we didn't have the internet so I subscribe to a lot of magazines for show prep. Right, yeah. For ideas. Did you, you know? turn in receipts? <clears throat> yes, I Good. did. Good job. Back then. Thank you, Rocco. Okay, bye. Um, Can we, uh... Yeah. I, I, you know, the last one that I had was um, Wired. Somebody got me, I think, it as a gift, and then I continued the subscription to Wired magazine. It seemed like a... I was like, I feel like I should read this. It's like I should know what's going on with 
Entertainment Weekly was a good one. Yeah. But then they started falling behind. Like, I had the information before I ever got the magazine, you know? Right. Because of internet. Thanks. That's so true. Because <laughs> of internet. <laughs> because internet. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's anyway, go to the email Anyway, do you want to go to the mailbag? Yeah, okay. okay. All right, here we go. Mail time. Mail time. Mail time. Because we try not to irritate too many listeners on any given day, Patty would like you to finish because I apparently interrupted you, Donna, while you were telling us about your sister's price for gas in New Jersey. She says, I appreciate Donna's stories, and I would love to hear the entirety of them. Passive-aggressive. All right, Patty. Uh, Donna, tell everybody how much your sister pays for gas in Hoboken. About four fifty a gallon. And that has been the conclusion of the story that Patty needed. Also, Tony from France sent me an email about the birch tree. She said, I will send you pictures of my birch tree, cut up, ready to put in the splitter, to split into firewood. Thank you for your support, Tony. We just had a call. Is that your friend in the chippa? <laughs> she, uh, that's good. That was a good Fargo reference, Donna. Uh, somebody just called in and said, yes, she still gets Reader's Digest. And mm. recently there was an article about uh, Bitcoin in there, crypto. See, Steve, oh. it's really good. It's a great show prep, that magazine. Van you know what Coyne. I should do? Stu. <laughs> Stu, I just called you Stu. <laughs> Donna! Donna and Stu on my We haven't been together that long. <laughs> Stu, listen. Dolores and Stu. Dolores and Stu. Dottie and Stu. Stu. Listen. Stu, listen to, to, and and Stu. <laughs> this is what I was going to say. What? I was going to say, we should do, like, I pull a Reader's Digest and read, like, one of the jokes from it or some random headline. What day are we talking about? What's in your cabinet? Like, the 70s? I'll, what are we talking here? <laughs> it's the 80s. Okay. Do you have any at your house right now or 90s. only at the cabin? Yes, I have a whole curio full in oh, my no. bedroom. Curio? <laughs> Is it near right, the Dottie. bin of manuals? Yeah, Dottie's going to be probably <laughs> using pledge on her curio today because company might come over. Okay, let's... <laughs> my curio! Hey, Donna, can I ask a question? No. I, wa- I watch a lot of prices right on Pluto TV with Bob Barker, <gasps> and oftentimes the prize is a handsome secretary. What? What's a <laughs> handsome like a secretary? Isn't it a oh, desk? I think so, but why would they call it that? You win a handsome secretary. Know. Can I just tell you, grandmother? You have a curio and a bin of manuals. You yeah. are a grandmother. <laughs> She said it without blinking, too. Of course I have the Reader's Digest in the curio. I'll take a picture of it when we get off the air. Yeah, read one for us tomorrow. You're going to be at the Bloomington headquarters tomorrow. I'll be at the West Metro yeah. Bureau. So let's do that. Okay. Hey, by the way, real quick, um, I watched a little bit of The Price is Right, which we're recording right now. I wanted my kids to see it. And then we were watching the Drew Carey version, and I said, let me show you something. And I went on YouTube and brought up some old Bob Barker episodes. That the price is right used to be so much more bananas covid really has sucked some of the fun out of the price is right it used to be shoulder to shoulder standing room only it was nuts and bob barker was a well-oiled machine with oh, navigating so that good. even at the age of 83 when he signed off yeah watch it on pluto tv there's a 24 okay. hour channel of it no because Ooh. i gotta watch the the trial okay, you watch the trial at your service 
All right, and I'm gonna have more of a Rod Roddy guy, so I'll watch some old episodes of The Prices. Right, you watch the trial. We'll come in tomorrow and compare notes. Bye. See everybody.